Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28. Has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary, there is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young man shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Lord, we thank you. We Lord, we thank you for your word and we receive it. Tell your neighbor, I'm about to hear the word of the Lord. I receive it gladly because God's word will make a difference in my life. You may be seated. I speak unto you life, health, and prosperity. Look at your neighbor quick as you possibly can and say from the word of God is God's word to you. And he's telling me to tell you, wait on the Lord. Amen. Wait on the Lord. Look at somebody next to you and say, whatever you do, Wait on the Lord. Unusual day we are living in and so many things we could say about it. But one thing that is very relevant today and that is this is a day and time of great impatience. We used to call this day the day of fast food fast food mentality. But even now that's changed because now what used to be considered a phenomenon, that is you could drive through, get what you want and be on your way, now has become an atrocity. Lines and even when you get what you uh, ask for is often wrong. Amen? Just about everybody today seems to be in a hurry to move from one thing or one place to another. We, we, we find it hard to wait on God as if 
God is limited by time like we are. Sometimes when we moved abruptly in our mind and certainly in our spirit, amen, we really fail to appreciate the things around us. And we can say this naturally as well. The things that God has put right in the pathway of our lives designed to help us. That's the greatest atrocity about moving and not being patient and not being able to grasp what God is doing in your life. Having predeceived notions about what you think God wants to do rather than waiting on God to reveal what he wants to do in your life. And God does not abruptly do, do a thing. He does it in steps. He speaks unusually. Sometimes, except you be in his face, you won't be able to grasp what God is doing in your life, particularly if you have already in your mind about what you want to do. And then if you move too abruptly, without seeing the steps to which God wants to take you, it becomes even a, greatest, a greater atrocity because God has within himself the source of what he wants you to see and what, what he wants you to be. And because of this, many times we uh, fail to look and see what God is planning in our lives, what God wants to do, and for this second reason, it causes us to miss uh, the very source, the very thing that God wants to do to meet us at the point of our need, to solve our problems, to turn around our situations, to handle our difficulties. And when we do this, we, we miss God on our way to one thing or another. When God is saying, why are you moving from here when what I have for you is right here? Why are you looking for something someplace else when if you just slow down for a moment and rest in me, you'll see that I have it all under control. No matter how difficult it may be, no matter how challenging it may be, God looks for us to be poised and not anxious or worry about one thing. Hard to do in our society because we are a worrisome society. But we have to learn how to wait on God. In it we possess not only our souls, but we also please the Lord. I contend the enemy wants us always in a hurry to move from one thing to another before our time. Particularly when it comes to, again, I repeat, the things of God. Some things you can recover from. But when it comes down to God and his times and seasons, you have to be on time in your spirit with God. And what I've learned is God uh, does what he does in his own seasons, in his own time, in his own chronos, in his own karos. He moves when he wants to move. And no one can hurry the Lord. Amen. And you don't have to rush him because he knows what he's doing. But we have to exist in the spirit of 
patiently waiting uh, for him to do what he wants to do in our lives. And when we don't do this, we end up giving the enemy licenses, amen, to disrupt uh, and to take us out of our source of help, which is the Lord. He is our source of help. Tell your neighbor, he is your source of help. And there's no one can help you like him because there's no one like him. You see, God wants to bless us. The enemy wants to destroy us. Uh, God wants to meet us at our very needs. The enemy wants to steal from us. God wants us to have a productive, fruitful life. The enemy wants to kill us. Amen. God wants abundance for us in every area of our lives. There is salvation uh, and thank God in Christ and his finished work. And then in this, God gives us a little taste of heaven every now and then. Just to assure us that we have submitted ourselves to the one and only God. That we did not make a mistake. Look at your neighbors says every now and then I find out that I didn't make a mistake. It got rough along the way every now and then, but I didn't make a mistake. Things didn't always work out the way I wanted them to, but I did not make a mistake in submitting to the call and election of God. I'm glad that I, I'm glad that I yielded, amen, myself to the call. Amen. And many uh, were chosen, but I became among the few that were called Amen. To live out my soul's salvation. To see what the end going to be. How many of you on a, on a pilgrimage to see what the end going to be? Touch a neighbor says, I like it so far. I want to see what the end. If the end is better than this beginning, then I'm, 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 I'm on my way to bigger, better things. And I, I, have, I have submitted to the right one. Amen. Praise God. You see, God wants to bless us, bless us, and bless us. Amen. God wants a happy people. Say amen. God wants a joyful people. Praise God. God took the sadness out of our lives and gave us, amen, a strong anointing of joy. And the joy of the Lord becomes your strength. Amen. Aren't you glad that you can lean on joy when things don't make you happy? At least you can say that the joy of the Lord, amen, is still with me. Say amen. Glory to God. Amen. And because of God's blessing upon our lives and his desire to do so, praise God, God doesn't want us to miss out on the opportunities that he's given us to be blessed. Amen. And there are opportunities in God to be blessed, to walk in his favor. He's made every provision to make this happen. Say amen. Look at somebody that there's a blessing from God. But you just have to take the time to wait on him. In order to see it. Amen. Praise God. For God is never late. He always is on time. Amen. For those who will trust him in all their affairs. Amen. The saints have given us this great, this great saying. May not come when you want him. But he's always on time. Amen. Am I right about it? Have you ever seen God not show up at the right time? I'm not talking about your time. I'm talking about his time. 
His time is, is better than him coming on our time. Because see, if we had our way about it, we don't want to wait for anything. We want him to come right now. We want him to heal right now, fix it right now, save right now, prosper right now. Amen. But I'm glad God doesn't yield to just what we want. But he does look in and meets us at what we need. See, that's the difference. God knows what we need. We know we want what we want. But God says, if I came, I would only be meeting you at the area of your want. I don't want to just keep giving you what you want. Because that leads to spoiled children. I don't hear nobody talking. But if I come when you need me, that means you're going to have to wait a little bit. And maybe you, maybe you even maybe get to a place where you wonder where I'm at. Maybe, you, maybe you, you hear a voice saying, he's not going to come, he's not going to show up. Amen. I want to see if you really, really want me like you say you want me. I really want to know if you're looking to me, amen, or are you just wanting me just because you want me? In other words, you want me to do for you just because you want me to do it. But do you really need me? And then there are things that you can do for yourself, but you've gotten into a habit of just wanting. So I'm not going to come until you need me. When you really wonder, where are you, Lord? Amen. And then when I come through for you, then you, have, you would have grown. Amen. You would have been strengthened. You, you would now have found out, amen, that no matter what the situation is, that I am there. Touch your neighbor and say, he's always there. And when he reveals himself to you, that's when he does. Amen. And when he does it, it is the right time. The scripture text has a word that is in the Hebrew called karvar. It means wait. That's what wait means in in the Hebrew language. It means, however, to bind together, to collect, to expect, to gather. It means to look patiently, and, and it means also to tarry. The word tarry means to wait. Amen. To wait upon, to wait for. It also means to stay at rest or, or stay put. But don't just stay put. Stay put in the spirit of expectation. Every time we come before God, we ought to come in the spirit of expectation. Look at somebody and say, I'm expecting something from the Lord. If, if it's nothing but him just telling me, wait. <laughs> I'm expecting something from the Lord. We, we, we must be stationary, but we must be active in expectation. We have to learn how to be Patient, amen, in one aspect of our situation, but at the same time, we also must be in the spirit of expecting. In other words, I know you're not here yet, I know you haven't come yet, but I'm expecting you. Have you ever prepared and your guest was running a little bit late, but you yet you were expecting them? You didn't cancel everything. You didn't shut down everything. Am I right about it? You just kept it going until they got there. Am I right about it? Why? Because you still expect.
expected them to come. Am I right about it? Well, there's no difference in the spirit realm. Uh, we must keep things the way they are in our relationship with him, expecting that he's going to come through for us, his people. Do I have a witness here? It means to be in readiness while you remain stationary, but in active expectation. The word uh, kava is connected to the word shalom, uh, which is a word we derive from the word peace, and it means, amen, to be prosperous, to be well off, to be at rest. Our Greek word is irone. Irone means to also prosper. It also means to uh, be at rest, be at rest and uh, be confident while you're at rest, understanding that the will of the Lord for your life will be done. Amen? To those who trust him. Now, the Bible says uh, this when it comes to the word kavar. It says in Psalms 27 and 14, wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Psalms 37 and 8 says, cease from anger. And forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. The ninth verse says, For evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. Psalms 37 and 34 says, Wait on the Lord. Keep his way. And he shall exalt you. Amen. To inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. Psalms 52 9 says I will praise thee forever because thou hast done it and I will wait on thy name for it is good before the saints. Amen. Psalm 59 and 9 because of his strength I will wait upon the Lord because of his strength. Because of his strength. There's no sense in me moving when God's got what I need. He's got the strength. Why should I wait for somebody else? Why should I look for anyone, anyone else when he alone has the ability, the power, the dunamis, and the exclusio to do it? So I'm going to wait on him. Amen. I've got other things that I, that's pulling at me, but nobody has the strength of the Lord. Look at your neighbor says, he's a strong tower. So I suggest you wait for him. Amen. Not naysayers and pretenders, but wait for him. The, the psalmist says, because of his strength, I'm going to wait on thee, for God is my defense. He's going to take care of the matter. Psalm 69 and 3, I am weary of my crying. My throat is dry. My eyes fail while I wait for my God. Amen. While I wait for my God, I, I'm, 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 I'm going through. Amen. And I just can't stop, amen, lamenting, praise God. My eyes are red and, praise God, my head begins to ache, amen. I've wept all night long, praise God, and I'm, 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 I'm determined to hang on, but my, my other man is telling me he's not going to show up, say amen, he's not going to come through, amen, I'm, I'm not going to make it. Amen. And my tears become evidence of my weary. Praise God. 
Amen. But I know God is worth waiting for. Amen. The psalmist says, I'm weary of crying. My throat is dry. I mean, I'm crying, but, 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 but I'm yet waiting for my God. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. The psalm says, I'm waiting for my change. I'm waiting for my morning. I'm waiting for something, amen, to come through that gives me to know that God is yet at work in my life. Psalms 131 uh, says, and this is a petition of the Lord for deliverance and how we should expect deliverance. Out of the death I have cried unto thee, O Lord. The second verse says, Lord, hear my voice. Let, thy, let thine ears be attentive to thy voice of my supplication. The third verse says, if thou, Lord, uh, shouldest mark iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? The fourth verse says, but there is forgiveness with you, Lord, that thou mayest uh, be feared. You are to be feared. Then the fifth verse says, I wait for the Lord. My soul doeth wait, and in his word do I hope. The sixth verse says, my soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. Weeping may endure for the night. Joy comes in the morning, but the psalmist said, my soul waited for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. If he doesn't come in the morning, I'll just keep right on waiting till the next morning. Amen. Hallelujah. But I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to let go of my expectation. Say amen. amen. Glory to God. More than they that watch for the morning. Amen. Watch for the morning, praise God. But if that morning turns to noon and that noon turns to midnight then gird up your loins and wait another day praise God because sure as he is God he's going to come look at your neighbor says I, I, I've had to go through some things but I found out that God was the only one that could fix them and I made up my mind after tried this person that person this, this, this professional, that professional, that all I was doing was, amen, was putting my confidence in the wrong thing. I found out that God is the only one that could turn this thing around. And he's worth waiting for. Tell your neighbor he's worth waiting for. Tell your neighbor, so I suggest to you, hang on in there. Amen. He will show up. Mary and Martha were having a fit because Jesus delayed from coming to heal their brother. Amen. But when Jesus showed up days, four days later, and there was no evidence of Lazarus being helped, Jesus did not let their doubt and unbelief and their misguided theology keep him from doing what the Father had told him to do. It's interesting how God, amen, will even make you wait. Look at your neighbor and say, God will make you wait. You may not want to wait, but he'll make you wait. And while you're waiting, things may get worse. Look at somebody and say, it's interesting, things will get worse while you're waiting. Look at somebody and say, it don't make no natural sense, amen. I'm waiting for the greatest of all. He's God and God alone, but he's making me wait. And while I'm waiting, things are getting worse. Mm -hmm. And I begin to ask myself, God, why are you letting things get worse? And where are you at? Don't you see me going through? 
And yet God says, I'll be there, but I won't get there till I get there. But when I get there, it'll be right on time. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you know what's wonderful about it? In your weight, you become stronger. Say amen. If you, if you didn't faint, you, get, you got stronger. If you didn't quit, you became more determined. If you didn't give up, you became more solid. Hallelujah. If you didn't turn and go to someone else, you became more confident. And if you didn't have a testimony, you have one now. Turn around and tell somebody, I had to wait on him. But baby, he came through right on time. And I want to tell you, whatever you're up against, just stay right there. And keep expecting him to come. He already knew your situation before it happened. He knows what's going to be the result of it. He didn't panic that Lazarus had died. He knew what God had told him to do. Just take your time, Jesus. And when you get down there, let all the naysayers see that you're God in the flesh. And you'll raise that boy up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he did exactly that. And then spoke a word that become, became prophetic. He said, loose him and let him go. Tell your neighbor, God will loose you. And set you forever free. You have been listening to Bishop Joseph L. Shannon Sr., pastor of Greater St. Paul Ministries, the church in the heart of the city with the people of the city in its heart. We invite you to be our guest at our West Campus location, located at 5116 Terrace Drive, Omaha, Nebraska, or at our North Campus location, located at 2123 Miami Street, Omaha, Nebraska. We are one church in two locations. To purchase the full message, please visit our website at www.gspministries.net. If you would like to contact us, our North Campus phone number is 402-341-2231, and our West Campus number is 402 Nine three two four four one five. Be blessed.